Good morning, everyone. Jay Cleveland Payne here with you for things you might have heard for this day. It happens to be Wednesday, September 7, 2022. I am going to provide you as your tertiary news source for this moment, your news side piece, if you will. Nine news stories that may or may not have hit the hit main headlines. Some of these are big headline news. Uh, we're going to, oddly enough, gloss over the headline ones and go in deeper into the ones that you missed. This is a large swath of news stories that you deemed conversationals, you deemed worthy of talking about over the last 30 hours, or at least posted over the last 30 hours, and you deemed them in your weird and mysterious ways. Actually, not so weird and mysterious. We'll go into how those work in just a bit. Stop by our main website. This is conversationproject.com for more details about what goes on behind the scenes at the Conversation Project for things you might have heard and things being built up by the larger company for media or better media, LLC. Let's get into the stories right now, right here. Starting off with Memphis police confirmed that the body found Monday night is Eliza Fletcher. Now, Memphis police have been dealing with this missing persons uh, case for the weekend. Uh, essentially, uh, Eliza Fletcher went jogging and then went missing. What they had was video surveillance tape of a man who they had in custody, uh, basically chasing her down after she started her jog. But then they found the body later on. First, they had him in custody. They had him charged, but they did not have a body. Then they found a body, and now they have identified that body as the missing Eliza Fletcher. That means there's a path to closure, although this is not the sort of things you're really going to look for for closure, if you will. Uh, there's a path to end this uh, pursuit and make this thing go away, although going away means uh, coming to terms with the loss of the life of uh, Eliza Fletcher and the family. The family will deal with that. We are sending out plenty of thoughts and prayers, although we do a lot of that around here, uh, to the family of Fletcher and also to the people around the, uh, the assailant, because uh, believe it or not, there's a whole lot of lives shattered and broken around that person doing the evil deed that it was done uh, to uh, make that go away. Things beeping and buzzing in the background. It just happens here. Going next to deal partners for Trump. Truth Social fails to get backing for SPAC extension. This may be an issue because there's supposed to be two slides together on this one, but we'll roll with that one. Deal partner for Trump's uh, Truth Social, the SPAC that was supposed to basically an already public company that buys another company and then makes it poof. That company becomes a public company. Um, essentially, um, one, the company get the, did not get the ability to extend on its ability as a SPAC and its ability to, believe, to live in that process of being a, a pseudo company for the sake of buying it out. Number two, we hear that they are having money issues as well. They can't pay their bills either. So Trump's trip to social is not going to get a chance to rival Twitter because it can't go public for many reasons. Number one, it seems to be failing, which is not so much a problem in social media terms. None of those things make any money. Number two, the company that was used to backdoor into public policy, so you don't have to you know, take before an IPO. Well, that company is failing as well. And this is what it's supposed to say. The deal for the SPAC on the second part of the slide, by the way, Trump had nuclear documents at Mar-a-Lago the whole time. Yes, all the rumors about nuclear documents at Trump at Mar-a-Lago that Trump was holding, they're actually true. I mean, nuclear documents from, as far as we know at this moment, a mysterious unknown nation, we don't know who exactly they are, uh, were at Mar-a-Lago. They were there, and they apparently were spectacular, but we won't get a chance to see them. It is what it is, because, you know, us folks here doing tertiary news don't get a chance to check out top secret SCI stuff. 
I used to have that clearance. Now I don't. And so I don't know what's happening until someone declassifies it for the general public to see and view. What we do know is that, well, we already knew this. Trump is a lying, lying liar. And Trump lied, lied, lied to uh, say that this stuff is nothing. Uh, the hoax stuff is a lie. The election stuff is a lie. The January 6th stuff is a lie. And the fact that he just sort of handed off, wandered off with boxes of documents that were his. I'm pausing for effect here. Is a lie. And other than the slides being off, I think I'm right on this. Let's move on to this one. Five DPS officers under investigation for actions during Uvalde uh, response. Five department, uh, Dallas um, uh, police, uh, five police officers are in trouble right now because of some issues that they had with what happened in Uvalde. Essentially what happened was they sat around for an hour and waited for a gunman to wander around the halls of school and not, not attack. There are five um, of the um, uh, Dallas uh, DPS officers who are now on the investigation for this one. You'll find more details on this. You'll find more details on this happening. Um, one, by clicking the link, and two, just as this thing gets larger and larger and larger. Uh, there will be many investigations, many dispositions, many um, talking to folks and trying to get answers. Uh, but the answer is simple. And it's something that you can't really say, well, these people should have because you never can really go shoulds after the cases. But there was more than ample ability for the officers uh, that were on the scene and the people from the other agencies on the scene to intervene on this thing much, much earlier and try something different and not just wait around for nothing to happen. Uh, now we're at the phase where we're blaming folks, we're getting resolutions, we're firing people, which should happen. But we need to also get to the point where we're thinking about this stuff and fixing it so that the next time around, we have a better outcome. That is what should be done right now. Investigations, yeah, but we really need to work on the tactics. That's what needs to be done. Justin Bieber has canceled the rest of his world tour due to his health issues. Uh, the man who used to be the man, used to be the kid that's saying baby, is having all sorts of weird health issues and has canceled various tour dates as he literally uh, goes on stage and finds he can't stand up. He's canceling the rest of the tour because he can't deal with it. His health is failing him at the moment. Um, he's going to go back and regroup and try to get better, which is the more important thing. For a person whose job it is to enlighten, entertain, inform people, that's sort of what I do here. It's cool that I show up every day and give you stuff. But if I can't show up every day and give you stuff uh, because I'm in feeling health or something else is wrong, which is better, me showing up and giving a half-assed performance or me not showing up, getting better to give a better performance down the line and more sustainable performances down the line. That's essentially what's going on with this right here. Justin Bieber understands he's upsetting fans, but guess what? His health is kind of more important. Him being dead means no more fans can take in his concerts, and you know he has a family to take care of. Now, here's a true story of Justin Bieber. Uh, back in my radio days, Justin Bieber came to town. He came to town a few times. But one of those those times he came by. Then one of the DJs that was there through the meet and greet uh, was, you know, just backstage and whatever. This is when he's teenage for Justin Bieber before he started tattooing up and whatever. And he's still heartthrobs and kids all over the place. He was having throat issues that, that night. He was having basically losing his voice. And then he was at the meet and greet beforehand, just yakking up, talking, whatever. Uh, one of his managers pulled him to the side, pushed him in the corner, put the baby guy in the corner, literally, and said, look, you've got 40,000 people outside this door ready to listen to you sing for two hours and you've got 
20 people in this room that you're joking up with and you're ruining your voice and you're screwing up to give these 20 people an experience that the other 40,000 plus these 20 will get from out there. So you need to think about the future, think about what's happening and, and really get serious with this. You need to stop talking, be gracious, shake some hands and smile and get out there so you can sing for two hours and don't lose your voice in the next 15 minutes to 20 minutes. We're going to stay out here on this thing. And it's, you know, it's, it's a, one of those, those lessons you hear and you get something from in the, in the process and it means something, it meant something a lot to DJ that heard that. Cause like, man, that really made sense. You know, I can, you know, put all the stuff out in this, you know, yakky yak stuff while, while I walk the stage or I can give everybody on stage what I does, what they deserve. Uh, because everyone gets some, even these people think they get screwed because they're at this meet and greet. You've got to take care of everybody. So you give them something special, but give everybody what they came to pay for. And that's essentially what happened right here uh, on a grander scale. Justin Bieber cannot perform because of his health. So he is not performing because of his health. That is a good thing. Instagram deletes Pornhub's account for promoting pornography and encouraging people become performers i'm going to turn to my right and take a look at some of the details from the article because i need to get you this instagram has removed pornhub's account from its social media platform after accusations against the website continue to emerge before its deletion the canadian-owned pornography video streaming website had 13.1 million followers and an active handle that had more than 6,200 posts they're being engaged their engagements are public here's the problem According to Variety, Instagram's parent company, Meta, decision came after significant lobbying to have it suspended from the pro photo sharing platform. The move comes a month after Visa and MasterCard cut off payment privileges to Traffic Junkie, the advertising arm of Pornhub's parent company, MindGeek. On Friday, September 2nd, the founder and CEO of nonprofit Justice Fest Fund, Layla Malkawash, tweeted that Instagram had removed the adult website account. She wrote, have a good weekend. And so what's the deal on this? Well, Pornhub, the Instagram account, is essentially asking people by sharing porny stuff to um, join Pornhub, which is fine as a business, but also do some pornography. Join the, the world of porn and send us your porn. And people have a problem with that. I'm just stating people have a problem with that. You may have a problem with that you may not have a problem with that. We are just your tertiary news source. We're just a messenger. We are new because of our new side piece. So that's kind of what we do. But people have a problem with, with Pornhub going on to Instagram, promoting themselves and promoting pornography. While Instagram is known for a place, a home for influencers to influence people to do things and buy things. It's essentially what they do. Now, is this fair? Probably not. Is it um, good? Probably so, but it's also a matter of opinion on how much, they, how far, and, and how much, how much they can provide, how far they can go, how much promotion is promotion, and how much promotion is illicit activity, i.e., prostitution. Your mileage may vary. Thousands without power in California's Bay Area amid heat wave. Now, California uh, was able to. Uh, basically avert having massive rolling blackouts over the day because they were able to basically save some power in issues. But what California is dealing with is a twofold issue. Number one, 
surging heat in California, or three things, surging heat in California. Number two, the grid that's not made for this, and many people in oddly enough, California don't have air conditioning because it's always like 75 degrees. So you don't necessarily need air conditioning and there's not a lot of humidity. So it's not so much humidity, it's true actual heat in this case. And three, wildfires, which are always all around basically, but in the coming out of summer into fall part where it's still warm-ish and dry-ish, there are fires abound in places which threaten not only lives uh, and property, but literally the grid itself. There are a whole lot of things going on in these issues, and we need to keep an eye on this. Right now, uh, the Bay Area does shut down power to save itself from heat wave stuff, but California averted a very massive, more or less statewide shutting down the power. This is a state that I learned is more popular than Canada. More people live in California than in Canada, period. So this would be an issue that could cause more issues. And it will cause more issues as time continues on this one. We just basically have to wait for the coolness and hope that the power companies can catch up to what work needs to be done for grid work. Woman says she was arrested in Los, Las Vegas airport for being so good looking. Not quite the case. Check the link out and go deeper into this one. It wasn't just that she was so good looking. She was also committing crimes. Sort of happens. And Zerlina Maxwell will leave MSNBC. Zerlina Maxwell, uh, a former political operative turned um, journalist, which happens a lot, uh, is going to leave MSNBC. She joined MSNBC about a year or two years ago, but a few years ago back, as MSNBC was looking to expand on its Peacock brand, or specifically MSNBC on Peacock, offering more uh, newsies slash bliglies type stuff on the Peacock Network for on demand for live and on demand viewing. So Lena Maxwell had a live show on Peacock that, of course, once it's played, is on demand there. After Peacock scrapped those plans, pretty much after CNN scrapped CNN Plus because people are realizing that the idea is not quite a bright idea or not as grand as idea, or it's more popular just to replay the stuff that already produced in MSNBC. There are too many cooks to put in the kitchen. There's too many players on the field. They, some people need to leave. So Linda Maxwell is going to leave MSNBC and do other things because she's got the talent and the, and the ability to do that. Uh, check out the link to see more about what's happening, more deeper inside stuff into this story. But this is a bigger deal than just me, news junkie, uh, may lead you to believe. Uh, with all the streaming platforms that were created and all the people put out there to put content on the streaming platforms, and now some bit of constriction you end up with what I have seen personally in my broadcasting career in actual radio and television is that there's less opportunities. If more conglomerates are owning properties and putting on syndicated stuff, then there's less opportunities for the local guys to run things and be the part of the show in the local areas and, ironically, to grow into larger syndicated folks. Zuna Maxwell always already has a name, so she's going to be just fine. Somebody's going to get pay her fairly well, so she will be just fine. Uh, some of the other folks in the wings that were taking these these pieces of work and using that as platforms to grow onto, they may not be as fine as soon as we think. Here's a story we could talk about tomorrow if you choose us to. Steve Bannon expected to surrender Thursday on New York state charges related to border wall effort. Now, remember, there is this company put together that was supposed to basically fund the wall, build the wall, put money together and pay contractors, pay people to build the wall. And what they did was take money from people who wanted to see the wall built and spend it on stuff that was not building a wall. 
people's pockets of lining stuff. There already is the guy who basically ran the company. He's already uh, doing jail time, I believe. Uh, now, Steve Bannon, as a person who promoted it and being a part partner of the thing, now is going to have to deal his stuff. He is expected to surrender on Thursday to you know deal with this one uh, now going on. For a person who seems to be the, the genius in all of these, these plots and plans, he seems to be dealing with a lot of legal stuff. Also, his plots and plans aren't working very well, which is the other thing. We can talk more about this tomorrow. If you deem this a conversational type story, you deem the Instagram story yesterday for Pornhub to conversation. That's how it turned into one of the stories we talked about. Engage with the story, like, love, hate, share, be a part of the brands and do what you can do on the feeds and you can make this um, a, a reality. We can talk more Steve Bannon tomorrow. More about the feeds and how they work in just a moment. But first, quick commercial break, and that is to talk about Fundrise. Fundrise is a great company. It's a great service. I say that as an actual customer. I have been an investor using this uh, for about a month before I actually started using it in promotional values we're pushing out there. And it has been a eye-opening experience. I have always wanted to get into real estate and just you have to have big chunks of money to really see what's going on. What Fundrise is, it's a way to buy into a real estate fund just as if it were a mutual fund, just as if it were stocks and bonds. You buy into the fund, you pay for your shares and you get details, you get descriptions on what your fund is doing. My fund is actively working to buy more properties to make more money for themselves and me. My fund is actively managing more properties, selling some of its, its, its estate to bring in more dividends for themselves and me. My fund is doing what it can to work the real estate world right now. It's hard to just go out there, buy a house and sell a house. We just bought a house. We're about to sell a house. It's not easy doing all that work. And so the easiest way to get into the world of real estate and to expand on your portfolio is to check out a place like Fundrise. You'll get a free uh, shares of stock by going right now and 30 days on the front end, no advisory fees. They take fees off of what you work, what you invest in to work for stuff. For the first 30 days, fund it as much as you want to, no advisory fees, free money and extra shares of the funds. Fundrise is the place to check it out. Check out our affiliate link at this is the conversation project.com slash fundrise. This is the conversation project.com slash fundrise. It's affiliate link. So we get a little bit back from you checking this out, but check it out. Uh, get yourself into the world of real estate investing. Expand your portfolio. Check it out at fundrise. Our website's a note. Start off with the main website, which is this is the conversation project.com. Check it out for details on the conversation project, uh, more bitter media, the LLC and um, things from things you might have heard, including past episodes and where you can subscribe to the newsletter. So if you're not seeing this live every day, uh, you'll get a email into your box that will tell you links to where the video is playing links to the podcast we'll get that in a second and all the links to the news stories so you don't just have to listen to me talk for 20 minutes to get that far the feeds are on facebook and twitter facebook.com and twitter.com specifically facebook.com slash this is a conversation project and twitter.com slash th underscore conversation what you get there is you see the news stories that we're talking about ahead of time as they are going live as they're being posted from the news sources we are tertiary, so we take from the primary and pull it together in aggregation and tertiary it to you. Not the proper term for it, but we just did that. And we give it to you a chance to see what's going on. And you engage with it on your own time. Like it, love it, hate it, share it. The more engagement a particular link and story gets, the higher score it gets the next day. And then on Tuesday through Thursday, we'll give you um, 
a bunch of stories, usually five to nine, from the top 15 stories from the prior day, usually between 31 and 35, some in your number around that. So we'll give you the top stories that you choose from the top stories. There you go. More or less top stories. You pick the ones that we do more conversational. Some we scratch out because they're not as easy to tell in story form. On the TikTok, find us at The Communication Project. Also, find us on YouTube and the podcast as well. The links are at our main website for YouTube and podcast, which go to YouTube and the podcast provider, pod page. Make sure you hit YouTube and you subscribe, which you need subscribers, and you like or you like the videos. There you go. And you hit notifications in your subscription so that at 5.50 a.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, you get the notification. On Mondays, we give you um, uh, 9 to 12 stories from the top 30 over the weekend. The weekend, we get about 90 or so stories. So we have a larger swath pickup for the weekend. And they're from Friday, Saturday, Sunday, yada, yada, yada. So let's talk about today things. And that concludes birthdays on day. Much love, much praise. Much worship to Leslie Jones, turning 55 years old today. The diva of all things, the master of funny and fabulous, uh, is turning 55 years old. And we've given lots of shout outs to Leslie Jones, a very versatile actor, uh, comedian as well. Uh, in the new Comedy Central show, Out of Office, I think that's what it's called. I'm seeing commercials for it all over the place on my on my on YouTube TV. Uh, so it, it, she's starring apparently as um, Kim um, as Ken Jung's wife or something. I haven't seen it yet. It premiered last night, I think. So I'm going to check it out over the weekend. It's, um, I think it's Comedy Central, maybe Hulu. It could be anywhere as far as I know the way these things work these days. Shannon Elizabeth, going back to some American Pie, turning 49 years old today. If that makes you feel a little bit aged, that's because you're probably more than a little bit aged right now. She's done other things, of course, but big her big breakout role, if you want to call it that, is the time she spent with the guys uh, on American Pie. That's essentially what she's culturally known for. At least that's why I know for him. Jonathan Majors turning 33 years old today. Say that three times fast. 33 years old today for Jonathan Majors. He is a up-and-coming actor. Uh, you saw him in the Lovecraft uh, Country stuff on HBO. He plays He Who Remains and all the various versions of the Kangs coming up in the Avengers, Marvel's Universe stuff going on. So he'll be coming back soon as they are taping right now Loki Season 2. He's going to be a part of um, Avengers somehow because Kang's a major Avengers um, villain. And now that time is a big thing. I think he, oh, he's also appearing specifically in the next Ant-Man and Wasp one because they're dealing with the quantum realm and time and stuff like that. So you'll see much more Jonathan Majors if you don't think you have. I'll give him some love on today, turning 33 on September the 7th. Beer Lover's Day. Let's make it simple. If you love beer, it's Beer Lover's Day. If you don't love beer, it's still Beer Lover's Day. September 7th is Beer Lover's Day. Pull this for my good friend Kevin because I know he loves him some beer. So get yourself a brew. This is not a brew. This is tea. And have yourself a cold one somewhere around here because beer lovers have Beer Lover's Day. Whether it's the good craft IPAs or a cheap old MDG. Have a beer. Drink responsibly and enjoy yourself. Let's go out with our one last fact for the day. And this was a hard one to pick for the day because there was some more, there were some happier things to talk about. There's some cool, funny things to talk about. This one just sort of when I got to it, it it hit me. And so we are got to go a little deep right now. Food is a fundamental human right, much like air and water. Yet hunger and food insecurity are widespread in the United States. 
In 2020, almost 14 million households, that's 10.5% of the population, did not, ha did not have enough food to meet their needs, which greatly affected their health, well-being, and quality of life. From June 1st to June 13th of this year, almost 24 million households, including 11.6 million households with children under the age of 18, reported that they are sometimes or often did not have enough to eat during the week. Food insecurity is something that is maybe over um, reported, if you will, or over advertised, but it is because it's such an important thing. Everyone knows someone who is a food insecure. They just don't necessarily know it. Everyone touches people or touches communities where there is food insecurity. They just may not think about it in the general sense, because if you have plenty to eat and extra snacks, you may not be thinking about your neighbor who may or may not have stuff, but you do see the kids who seem to be, you know, hungry or looking for stuff. Um, if you have children in schools, you know, there's a big push on, you know, lunches. There's you have children, you deal with children at all, you know, food insecurity in the various ways of sneaking in food to people so that they can have meals to eat and families can, can, can survive. Um, I don't want to go too deep into this one because this does get really, really, really sort of downing, if, if you will. But think about it. If you have some time to um, donate to a food bank, either with food or just in cash donations, you'll be surprised how easily they can make things work. There's a food bank attached to uh, my my church as a part of its nonprofit work, and they basically feed people um, a week's worth of meal for a week's worth of meals, uh, a family of four in, in, in prepackaged um, crates like groceries for about seventy dollars you get a week's worth of meals because they can take that those donations and work them through other food banks and donation banks to make them work out and it's good food it's not just bags of rice other bags of rice and cans of beans but there are cans of beans but this is good fresh quality meats and vegetables uh because there's a network to do that so if you don't have time to go stand at the food bank which some of us don't if you don't have have extra food in your cabinet because maybe you don't shop that way a few extra bucks uh, towards your your local food bank is going to go bonkers in taking care of folks. Like I said, they feed a family of four for about $7 a week. I can't feed my family of three because they want extra cookies and cereal with extra pops on it and duck, things like that. So trust me, uh, if you know someone who is food insecure, don't try to, you know, just say, here, have a, have a ham, you know, help them out in better ways, you know, offer them up over for dinner, if you will, things like that. But you also want to make sure that you're taking care of organizations who know how to take care of folks like that. They're much better at it than you trying to be clumsy about it. And if you want to do like my cousin does and just make plates for homeless people and drive around and give them to them, do that too. That's cool. Now, today has been Wednesday, September 7, 2022, or today actually still is as I'm saying this, but this has been the things you might have heard edition of this one. A lot of sorts in this one. I thought it was a pretty good offering today, although we're going almost 30 minutes, so that is kind of an issue. What do you think about what we did today? Let us know. Just tell me in the comments, uh, either in the videos you're watching this or in the podcast that you listen to. Oh, yeah, the podcast is just the audio from the video put on the audio version. Uh, uh, reply to us in the uh, via the the um, the, the emails, uh, the, the newsletter, or the website, if you get it there, just put a reply in there. We'll chat back with you. We'll, we'll talk back. You can give your, your love on the back end of these things going on. Uh, take that food insecurity thing to heart because, like I said, there were a lot of really fun, silly, cool things to talk about in the going out. And this one, when I read it, um, 
put a little something in my heart this morning. So that's how it works. Also, stay hydrated, stay limber, and stay on task. We need you to be healthy, safe, and sane. <laughs> so for all the things that you're here for to do. I am Jay Cleveland Payne. This has been Things You Might Have Heard, Wednesday, September 7, 2022 edition. More news for the Thursday edition already posting. Check out the feeds and just check us out tomorrow.